Welcome to Her Take, a podcast by three best friends sharing their take on just about anything. I'm Jen. I'm Kira. And I'm Jackie. Thanks for joining us. Let's get into it. Everybody, welcome back to her take. If you have been a regular listener, and welcome if this is the first time you're listening. We are hoping that everybody is doing well out there. We know these times can be hard to cope with, um, and we're going through this ourselves. So if you're struggling, feel free to reach out to us. We have our Instagram at her take podcast, our Twitter at her take pod, um, or just us personally. But I think we're all starting to get used to this new quarantine life and we're adjusting. Um, So we're just sending good vibes out to everybody and hope you're doing well. Um, This is episode 33 of Her Take, which is really exciting. And we're keeping at it, even though we are going through these weird times. But um, yeah, we just wanted to come on here and talk about how our weeks have been going, some ideas that we have in terms of how we've been coping with everything and, you know, our usual hot takes and everything like that. So thanks for tuning in. And I think it's time to get started with our check-ins for the week. So I'm going to turn it over to Kira. Kira, why don't you tell us how you've been doing this week? Thanks, Jen. Thanks for such a nice intro. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Um, We are finishing up week three of Shelter in Place, which is kind of crazy to think that it's been 21 days. Um, I'm doing pretty well, all things considering. I think I honestly was expecting all of this to be a lot worse. Um, I kind of panicked in the beginning about being alone and going through this alone. So, you know, I have my whole family calling me, all like cousins, aunts, uncle all the time just checking in, which is so nice that we're able to connect more than before. But honestly, I'm like, no, really, guys, I'm really fine. I truly have been waiting for it to hit, but I think I was more lonely when we weren't in isolation, so it's not too bad on that front. Uh, My week was pretty good. I uh, started the week off with my period, which honestly, nice to work from home when you have your period. I... I'm kind of grateful for that. In that sense, I got to just be in sweatpants and lay on the couch all day. So perks of work from home. Uh, I also was really trying to cut back on my uh, consumption of media this week. I talked about it a little bit last week, how I felt very plugged in. You know, the uncertainty of this time has been super heavy and weighing on all of us Um, and I think I just wanted to try to still stay informed but you know we're so attached to our phones because we want to be connected to other people during this crazy time but at the same time I have to keep in mind that I have enough of my own anxieties And I'm saying this to all of you as well, like we all have enough of our own anxieties. We don't need to be taking on 
everybody else's anxieties and fears at this time because it's just mounting and getting a little out of hand. So I was really just focusing on being more gentle with myself this week. Um, I was trying in the beginning to be patient as I adjust to work from home and navigating that new routine. And as much as I was saying, like, I'm trying to be patient, I'm trying to be patient, it wasn't really working. I was definitely putting a lot of pressure on myself. I think everybody has been um, to be as productive as before and stay motivated to work out and not change my routine too much. And honestly, my routine really drastically changed. And it was taking me a while to accept that. And I think this past week, week three of quarantine, I did feel a bit more accepting of you know, this is just where we're at. Got to take it day by day. And it truly is so out of my control, but I need to make sure I can be in the best mindset to help myself get through this and help my community get through this so that when we ultimately come out of this, the world is going to be totally different when we come out of this. So how Mm -hmm. can we continue to embrace change and continue to take care of ourselves and slow down even after the economy picks back up again. So just some things I've I've been thinking about this week and trying to, when I let those anxieties build, bring myself back down by remembering what is true right now. Um, Because a lot of my fears are things that haven't happened yet. I'm getting anxious about what could be true, but Ultimately, I need to focus on what is true right now. So am I healthy? Are my friends and family healthy? Am I safe? Are my friends and family safe? And all of that for me is true, and I'm so grateful for that, and I know that that's not everybody's story right now. So that has really helped me kind of get into a slightly more positive mindset, and it honestly has taken this long to kind of get there because the first two weeks were really hard and I think they were hard for everyone. So yeah, that is where I am at this week. Thank you. I was kind of Thanks for sharing, Kira. Thanks. Yeah, I think what you said was really great in that, you know, we may have goals or intentions for ourselves and it might take us some time to get there and we're all kind of navigating this weird new time and giving yourself some grace when you're not where you want to be yet and accepting that you might not be as productive as you used to be like your routine is completely changed and that's okay so thank you for sharing Kira because I think a lot of people can relate to that um Jackie how has your week been yeah hey everyone um lovely to be back I have a mic now I am fully connected so hopefully the audio will be better than it was last week Um, Yeah, it was a good week. I think the weather was, I think overall, a little bit better. So it's just been nice to get some sunshine, even though I haven't been outside much. Um, Conveniently, my brother decided to rebuild the deck back in February, but we just haven't painted it yet, and we won't be able to for a while. So we don't have any furniture outside. So even even as the weather gets nicer, we can't really sit outside. so that's been kind of hard. It's so nice out. And I so I think, like, my mood has been better, but I still, like, long to get outside. So um, I actually went to Trader Joe's, and, and Jen, Jen and Kira know, like, my whole saga that just happened. I'm, like, still decompressing. It's kind of nice to talk to you guys because I'm so tired from 
standing in line and going to the grocery store for like three hours. Um, I had to wait two hours to get inside. Um, but it was nice. I hadn't been outside for that long in weeks. Just like, mm-hmm. it was crazy. It was so nice out today. It's probably in the 60s and it's so sunny and really nice and just like breezy. Um, so I haven't been outside for a while. So that was like kind of, it was tiring, but definitely a mood booster. Um, but I mean, other than that, the week has been good. Like it's been fine. I mean, still kind of boring. I'm definitely spending too much time in front of screens, like with work and then just watching TV at night. But I mean, no complaints. Um, I actually started watching Grace and Frankie, Kira. So, um, yeah. So I was going to text you and I was like, I'll wait for the pod to to let (laughs) you know. So, um, and obviously Martin Sheen who I love, President Bartlett, is on the show, so I'm excited to watch. I still haven't watched Tiger King, and I keep seeing all the memes, and I started to watch it, and then, like, I was like, these people are <laughs> insane, and it's kind of stressing me out watching this. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, my like, God. Like, I got through maybe 20 we'll get minutes into it the later. very first. Yeah, I watched about 20 minutes of the first episode, and I was like, these people are, oh, my God, it's so overwhelming. They just seem, uh, it's it's this this chaotic energy that I can't handle right now. Um, but now I have to watch it, so I'm going to try and do that this weekend. That's, like, on my to-do mm-hmm. list. <laughs> my to-do yes. list is, is like, watch Tiger King. I mean, it makes a lot, because tonight, because I just want, like, some sort of, like, a fried potato. Um, <laughs> this, is what my, this is what my schedule looks like these days. It's, like, what can I just make that's, like, comforting food? Um, I might make that and, like, red lentil soup for dinner, which is going to be mm. a weird combo. But I just want, like, soft, Ooh-hoo. like, creamy things, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, there's a yeah. Bon Appetit editor. Her name is Christina Che, and she has this thing where all of the stuff that gentle she makes foods. or, like, a lot of the food, gentle foods. And, like, yeah. I don't know, like, I get, I understand what gentle foods are from, like, her perspective. I don't know how, like, how she actually defines it, but it's, like, it's, like, beans and escarole and, like, a soft egg yolk is like a gentle food and like a soup is a gentle food. Um, but I kind of want gentle foods. I think latkes fall under mm. the gentle food category, even though they're fried and it seems like it's I a, think gentle foods can be anything that you want it to be. I think the mm. point is it's like kind of simple and comforting. Right. I kind of also assume it's like easy to eat and digest like I kind of yeah. consider that as part of gentle oh foods. yeah that's but a I good point but I think it can be anything you want it to be like anything that you find comforting yeah I feel like a whole grain is a gent like anything that's like high in fiber that's like all natural like that's a grain and it's like uh I don't know that you that you simmer for a long time that's a gentle food um, mm-hmm. that just sort of seems what it's like so anyway I don't even know where, what the point of this was <laughs> I, I basically just like my week has been just like con- been consumed. Minds. Yeah, a little bit. My week has been good, but consumed mostly by like television and eating. Um, every time I eat, I think about the next meal. It's all I can do. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> relatable, relatable. Yeah. That's what I aim to be. I'm a I'm a woman of the people. You know, um, that that's my brand. That. Yeah, so anyway, Jen, how was your week? 
Yeah, my week has been definitely better than it was last week. I was still very busy at work, but I think I am adjusting a little bit better to this work from home life. Um, Still don't love it. And I think not having two monitors is difficult, just like with the work that I have to do. Um, So it's a lot of like back and forth on one screen, which can be overwhelming for your eyes for sure. Um, but yeah, I was definitely still very busy this week. It felt a little bit more manageable and I felt a little bit more motivated to actually do it. So that was good. Still going to have to work over the weekend. Um, so that's not great, but there's just a lot going on in my company and in my department right now with everything changing, um, with the situation that we're in. So it's just a lot of work on our end to figure out how that affects everybody. So that's pretty much how my week has been. Um, I was watching Tiger King, which I can talk about a little bit later in the hot takes, but given that you guys have not seen it, I won't spoil much, but I've been doing that and yeah, just kind of giving myself some time to relax. I've just been very tired, which is weird considering that I'm working from home and no, I just I totally feel that. To- <laughs> the dining room table and back, but (laughs) for whatever reason, I'm exhausted. Um, But two things that were pretty good this week is it was my brother's birthday and my dad's birthday this past week. Sweet. So we celebrated, which was cute. Um, It was my brother's 21st birthday, which is kind of sad. Like, this is probably the worst way to spend it, and I feel bad. But um, we did, like, a a joint FaceTime or not a FaceTime, but a snapchat call which i've never done before so we did that with all the cousins and we took a joint shot together for his 21st birthday which was very cute so that was the high of my week yeah hpd matt and dad (laughs) (laughs) yeah my whole family's birthdays are in april and well matt's is march 31st so they're all like in the same time and then i'm back in December by myself, but... Back to December. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh. Everyone laughed. Okay, thank you. Took me a Ugh, Rude. So, mm-hmm. Come on, you guys. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jen, I definitely feel what you said about being tired um, so much more, or just even though we're commute, or even though we're not commuting, um, and our you know, we're technically, we're, we're just like home all the time. I texted you guys this week, but I fell asleep on my couch on Thursday night at 8.30 and I didn't wake up until about yep. 12.45 when my mom came into the living room, like practically screaming and woke me up and she was like, you're still on the couch four hours later. And I was like, I did not intend for this to happen. Obviously, I did not know <laughs> that I was asleep on the couch. Um, and then I slept another like seven hours. So... I like it was just so intense I didn't even know what planet I was on and I had washed my hair I had had every intention of blow drying my hair um it's just like my whole evening was gone I wasn't expecting to pass out at 8 30 um so I definitely feel what you're saying about being more tired (laughs) now I've honestly been going to bed at like 9 30 every night wow that's so nice it's really nice yeah wow I can't do that I just can't bring myself to do that but Jackie I had one of those moments this week I was actually gonna start watching Tiger King with one of our friends because 
Well, I was going to wait till Hot Takes to talk about this, but I'll talk about it briefly now because it's important to the story. But I started watching Tiger King last week, but I was very distracted while I was watching it. I think I was trying to edit the podcast at the same time, (laughs) which could explain the retake situation. (laughs) But I I wasn't really paying attention to Tiger King at all. And so I felt like I had missed so much that I was like, I should just restart. So um, one of our friends and... I were gonna like watch it on Netflix party this week and I fell asleep at 8 30 as well so I texted him at Love like it. midnight and I was like um, sorry. I'm so sorry I fell asleep on the couch <laughs> at 8 30 it's okay <laughs> it happens yeah. we've all been there we've all been there all right well that was pretty much it for our check-ins as you know not that much going on and we did talk about this a little bit in our check-ins but There are some things that we do want to talk about this week, Um, not necessarily a specific topic, but just kind of a modge podge of how we're adjusting and coping to everything going on. Um, So first, we wanted to kind of talk about screen time and have we been more glued to our phones recently? Do we feel like we need a break from all of this, Um, etc.? How do we deal with all that? So I'm actually going to turn it over to Kira because I know you touched upon this in your check-in, but how have you been dealing with this feeling that you might be spending too much time in front of screens right now? Yeah, it's definitely hard because like I said, I think we're all turning to our phones and using social media as a form of connection and feeling like we're around other people. And I know for me, I can get really addicted to information and just making sure I know as much as possible and really trying to stay up on the news. And I think it just occurred to me that while that's important, there is there has to be some sort of balance. And it definitely is hard for me to pull myself away from that, especially right now when like there's not that much else to do. Um, But I just felt like I was really taking on, like I said earlier, other people's anxieties, and I just don't have space for that right now. Um, So this was the first week that, I don't know why it took me so long, because this was a really good idea. So if you haven't done this, I highly recommend. Um, I turned off my news notifications, so I'm no longer getting, because the only news notifications I were getting were related to that C word. Um, It was no, like there's no other news at the moment. So there was nothing else to stay up to date on. So I just shut those off. So, you know, I'm not getting those constant alerts and reminders that are pulling me away from my work or whatever I'm doing. Um, And then I'm still on social media every day, but I have been trying in the evenings, especially to just kind of put my phone down in another room and go do something else for an hour or two just to kind of detach a little bit so I'm not constant because I catch myself the only time I really would ever do this is like over Christmas break but this is kind of like Christmas break again I catch myself scrolling through Instagram closing out the app and then instantly going back to it without even thinking because I'm just con- like I just don't know what mm-hmm. else to do I've done that for sure yeah it's so such an addiction. So yeah, it really helped me putting my phone in a different room and then going and doing some yoga or cleaning or cooking and just not 
not even listening to anything for an hour, um, just to kind of try to detach a little bit. Um, again, I don't really feel like I want to do a full detox because this is my only connection to my friends and my family right now. So I want to keep my phone on and uh, be able to get in contact with people. But in terms of social media, I am trying, it's like, I'm not trying to make it seem like this is easy. Like It is really hard for me to detach from social media. So uh, it's just something that I am really trying in small doses that I really did find helped me this week uh, just to kind of stay a little more positive because at this time there's nothing, I, I'm doing everything I possibly can by staying home and social distancing so there's really not much more I can do and who knows what's right at this point like I feel like the information we're getting is so confusing and you read things from people who don't necessarily know what they're talking about but you think it's right because that person heard it from this person who heard it from this person like that just to me is spiral spy spiraling spiraling <laughs> a little bit out of control so um when I want to get news, I actively seek the news that I think will be the most legit and valid. And that's just where I'm at right now, but it's definitely a struggle. So I feel you all if you are struggling with this. Yeah, I think that you said there that I can relate to and that I want to comment on. Um just because you did touch upon a lot and I have been feeling a lot of the same things. So I think with like social media, especially, um, yes, it's totally an addiction. I've totally been there where I've opened up Instagram, closed it, paid attention to something else for five seconds. And then next thing I know, I'm back on Instagram and the feed hasn't changed. So something that has Mm -hmm. worked for me in this time, it's like, yes, Obviously, we have a lot more time now to be checking social media, but also recognizing that nobody's doing anything. So there's not Mm -hmm. that much to catch up on. So I think that has helped me a little bit stay off social media, mainly because I know that there isn't that much that I might be missing by not checking Instagram every five seconds. So yeah that's something that has worked for me but I think you brought up a good point is especially in your situation Kira you know social media and our phones are really some of the only ways that we can stay connected to our friends and I think that's super important right now because we're all kind of going through it and although we're social Mm -hmm. distancing we should still be talking to our friends just not in person at the moment so I think that's important um, I had another thought that now I can't think of. So if someone else <laughs> wants to to hop in or chime in. It'll come back to yeah, you. Yeah, it will come back. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it did come back unless someone else wants to chime in now. So <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say. No, go ahead before you forget it again. I know. I was going to say with the news, <laughs> I've actually found that. So when this was all first going on, I was paying attention to the news. Then I was like, I need to not watch the news because it will make me really upset. But I think also mm-hmm. something that I realized this week because I did end up watching um, news like on TV was realizing just how bad it is. Um, and I don't mean to upset anybody right now, but I think 
the thing is some people have been so tuned out to the news and like yes we know this is getting worse right now but I think sometimes watching the news puts into perspective just how bad it is and some people I think still need to realize that because I see people still not totally following the social distancing guidelines um, which is upsetting Mm -hmm. and I know we've already talked about this on the podcast but like we're living in a really nightmare situation right now and even talking about it right now is getting me upset and um I think some people need to realize the gravity of the situation, so maybe those people need to tune in a little bit more to the news. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, especially in your case, Kira, you have been tuning into the news, and it wasn't good for your mental health. So I think it's good for you to turn off your notifications and stuff. Um, for me, I haven't been paying attention as much to the actual number of cases, number of deaths, things like that. Um, But for my job, I have had to read a lot of the news about what other companies Mm -hmm. are doing um, so that we can find opportunities for my company to help out with the initiatives that they're taking on. Um, So I have been reading a lot of that kind of news. So I think for me, just focusing on kind of the positives, like which companies are shifting their supply chain productions to now produce critical medical equipment like that's very cool Mm -hmm. I think um so like focusing more on those kinds of things and less so on um the actual negative side of everything which I do think is still Mm -hmm. important to be informed about but if it's affecting your mental health negatively I think what you did Kira is a good thing sorry that was kind of a roundabout way of getting to my point but no, no, no worries. And that is a totally valid point. And I am somebody who does get annoyed when pe- I think people don't pay attention enough to the news, which maybe that is not my right to get annoyed at people. But I do think it's really important to stay informed. And so, yeah, that is why it is a really fine balance. And like I said, I am actively seeking the news I want to read. I'm just trying to not be overwhelmed by it but you should be up to date on what's going on in our country what your local uh, recommendations are Um, that is super important but yeah maybe we don't need to know how many people died today or something but you need to know the severity of the situation that we're in because I think that that's part of your social responsibility personally yeah and I think another point that you had brought up earlier and you just reminded of reminded me of it now I can't speak (laughs) um is that there is a lot of misinformation out there I know I'd said this Mm -hmm. maybe not last week but the maybe the week before um I'm a little startled by some of the ways some of my friends have been getting their news literally my friend texted me the other day and she's like oh well so-and-so said it's gonna last till August and I'm like, are you not getting the news yourself? Are you? And she keeps asking me when it's going to be over as if I really know. And I'm like, I, right. I don't know. There's a date we can say. I'm like, obviously no one knows. I mean, this, you know, unfortunately can go into the summer. I am hopeful that it is not going to. Do I think this is going to go until May? Probably, unfortunately. Um, but I'm also trying to get my news primarily from... Um, the CDC, which I think has, you know, especially with the mask situation, and we were kind of talking about this earlier between the three of us, you know, at first they were like, masks won't help, but now they're saying masks might help, and now they're um, encouraging everybody to wear masks out in public, so that information can be confusing, but 
for the most part, you should be relying on information from the CDC, from the World Health Organization. Um, I personally have found that the New York Times is putting out a lot of information that they are drawing from the CDC out there. So they've been a pretty reliable source for me. But, you know, I, I don't know what else to say other than just be cognizant of where you're getting your news from and don't believe everything that your friends might send you because it might not mm-hmm. be true. Um, and I know we're all kind of totally. going through a hard time, but yeah. I I don't know what else to say. I think it's unfortunate that there is a lot of misinformation out there, but just be smart. Like, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Just be smart about it. I Jackie, think, uh... what's your take on the screen time this week? Yeah, I think for me, screen time, I think I've just been, I think the first week that I was working from home and like that, so the last week that I was working in the city and now I've just completed week three working from home. So last week in the city and then the first week at home, I just like couldn't stop looking at the news. Like I would have like a separate tab open with the times open mm-hmm. and different news outlets. And it just was, it was it was so, it was such an intense amount of information and there was so much changing in, you know, in that one week period. And, and then again, over another week, there was just a lot happening. I think early March into mid-March, it went mm-hmm. from, we were all going out and, you know, it's fine. And then it went to stay home, don't go anywhere, stay in your houses. Um, so I think it you know, it was a very intense time and I couldn't stop looking at the news and it was really unhealthy. Um, and now I've just sort of like, I think kind of on my own have, are, I'm less inclined to, to look at the news. Um, but I mean, I think it's still important to, to, to stay informed, obviously, but in a way that's sort of more healthy and manageable. I think something that I, actually kind of avoid doing is like as much as I like the New York Times and I have a subscription and everything I think sometimes their their top headlines can be very um I don't want to say that they're baiting people but like they they do kind of like like Mm -hmm. the the headline that I'm looking at now it says staggered U.S. braces for more infections as death toll rises above 8,000 like they give you information but it's like a lot it's like heavy so I Mm -hmm. find Sometimes as opposed to opening the times. And of course, like you have to read the articles, but I think seeing those first initial headlines can be very um, jarring. I think, uh, I mean, don't just get information from Twitter, but following the Twitter accounts of like your state governor, Governor Cuomo, my man, mm-hmm. following the Twitter accounts Daddy of the Cuomo. CDC and the WHO. I think those are good ways to get condensed information that's not necessarily like in headline form and you get information straight from the source and that's updated often. So I found actually that to be more reassuring to just like read Cuomo's official Twitter to get information and to get updates because I found that to be um, more practical information that people might need and need to know. Um, And Mm -hmm. it's not written in like a headline form that's like meant to like be super grabby in terms of like trying to get your attention you know what I mean so I've just found that to be helpful but I mean I think overall in terms of screen time you know the only way that we can interact with people now that that we don't live with and if you know if you live on your own is you know through a screen whether it's just like talking on the phone or whether it's facetiming or or doing any kind of video call 
Um, so I think that's like an understandable thing that we have to deal with and we have to learn how to sort of manage that and find a balance. But I think trying to find activities that you can do in your house to sort of take up time. You know, now is the time to do that recipe that takes five hours. You know what I mean? Like now is the time to do these things that you normally wouldn't have the time or the energy and you're like, am I really gonna spend all day making this Bon Appetit BA's Best Bolognese that takes six hours on the stove? It's like, no, but now I'm, I'm gonna. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think um, there's like, you know, now is the time to um, sort of, pick up those hobbies or or something that you've just been, you know, meaning to do as a way to um, do something different that's maybe got you on your feet, even if you're still at home, but has you sort of like stimulating other parts of your brain beyond the parts that just sort of like take in the latest episode of Grace and Frankie that you're watching. I mean, it's something that I'm definitely guilty of, but I'm trying to, uh, that's something that I'm trying to implement, um, just to do, find different activities to do. Um, yeah or also don't I think like if this is what works for you do that if sitting on the couch all day watching Netflix makes you feel better do that whatever you need to do to escape because everybody is going to have to find what works for them and however long that that takes for them to figure it out is fine Um, you don't have to pick up a new hobby you don't have to be productive all you have to do is stay home whatever works for yeah. you to get through this yeah that's not too think... sorry I don't mean to disregard anything no, 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 you said. Like, no. I, I totally support I just also don't want people to feel that like you could not cook the bolognese if you don't want to whatever you yeah. want to do no I actually like what you said and I yeah I actually read something about this but something that you don't have to be productive I think like that's definitely like um That's actually, I'm glad that you brought that up just to, like, clarify. Like, you definitely don't have to be productive. Like, now is not the time to, like, like, Mm -hmm. gain productivity and, and, like, do next year's taxes, you know, in advance. I, I, I guess sort of, like, what I think, you know, like, if... I think it's, like, also good to, like, if, like Kira said, like, if, you know, if, like, watching, like, movies and TV is, like, going to make you feel better, then do that. But if it's something where you feel like, okay, I need to shake things up a little bit, maybe now is time to do the thing that you've sort of, like, been curious to do. But I don't think that, like, you have to suddenly be, like, you know, misefficient. Like, it's not, that's not, like, what this is or what this is about. It's time, maybe, you know, maybe now it's time to find, you know, other things to take up some time. But it's not meant to be, um now is not the time to do all these different things that you've been putting off. I, th- I think it's like, um, it shouldn't be like work. Just try to find like an activity that you enjoy doing, but it shouldn't be like you're, you're checking off this like to-do list of all these things. Um, right. I you know, think, you don't um, have to complete all of your, you know, New Year's resolutions, you know, during quarantine. You know what I mean? Totally. I think this week, Because like I said, I was trying to be patient with myself, but really feeling anxious and like a lot of pressure about the fact that I wasn't being as productive as I wanted. Um, And I think this week I was really trying to think about what does self-love and self-care mean to me in this time? You know, is maybe before this, it was going to the gym every day and trying to really stay up to date on that. But maybe during this time, that's not what I'm defining self-love as. 
Like maybe every day I or you need to check in with yourself and it's like, what feels like I'm taking care of myself today? And that could look different than what feels like taking care of yourself tomorrow or yesterday. It could be constantly changing in this weird time that we're going through. Yeah, these are all great points. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I just didn't really have that much else to add. Um, Did anybody else want to chime in on this topic or maybe we should transition to our next topic? Yeah, can I actually add um, one more thing just to kind of bring it back to a slightly more positive, again, note? Um, I do fully think that this needed to happen. Um, I think it's horrible how many people are dying and how many people are going through a hard time, but I do really think that we needed this slowdown and that it will really reveal a lot about our culture and our society and how much we need to change going forward to take care of our health and our planetary health. Um, But I wanted to share a quote, if that's okay. Actually, during our discussion, it reminded me, my friend Joanna, who listens to the podcast, shared this with me. Um, It's actually something Laura Dern posted, and it's an unknown quote, but it made me kind of emotional, so I thought I would share. Um, It says, when you go out and see the empty streets, the empty stadiums, the empty train platforms, don't say to yourself, it looks like the end of the world. What you're seeing is love in action. What you're seeing in that negative space is how much we do care for each other, for our grandparents, for our immune compromised brothers and sisters, for people we will never meet. People will lose jobs over this, some will lose their businesses, and some will lose their lives. All the more reason to take a moment when you're out on your walk or on your way to the store or just watching the news to look into the emptiness and marvel at all that love. Let it fill you and sustain you. It isn't the end of the world. It is the most remarkable act of global solidarity we may ever witness. I just thought that that was a really positive spin on it and the whole global act of solidarity and global love made me really emotional. So if you are staying home, thank you because you are doing so much for everybody else. And now... I feel all good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd seen a, a similar quote, not exactly the same. Um, and I can't remember who had posted it or where it had come from. But thinking instead about, oh, I'm stuck inside trying to change your inner <laughs> dialogue to I'm safe inside instead of I'm stuck inside right. and things like that. Um, so trying to change your mindset about the situation, I think, can be a good way to cope with what we're dealing with right now and recognizing that just by staying home, you are actually making a huge difference. So um, thank right. you for sharing, Kira. Jen, I think yeah, I asked you. I think that quote I actually posted on our Her Take podcast on Instagram. I feel like so. you did. That's probably where I saw it. If you want to <laughs> know, guys, go follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Her Take Podcast. <laughs> we try to spread some positivity on the Insta. Oh, yeah. We got to, yeah, it's tough now because we don't have Bachelor, so the Twitter hasn't been getting, getting as much love. And, and the Bachelor has been delayed. Yeah, I got to step that up. Yeah. So sad. I think I might actually watch Listen to Your Heart. I know I said I wasn't gonna, but right. yo, it kind of looks good. I keep getting targeted. I didn't ads. realize it was only. 
I didn't realize it was only a six-part series, so that actually makes me, like, happier um, that it's not it's a full season. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. They understand that, like, this is also kind of dumb, so they're not doing a whole season. Yeah, right. Um, Thank God. <laughs> so, good for them. Good for ABC. I mean, hey, they gotta they gotta keep the lights on, too, right? So, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank god they did this or else they really have nothing because bachelorette is just not going to happen until 2021 i bet so. i know i don't know what's going to happen with like bachelor in paradise as well Ugh. oh yeah this might mess up everything Ugh. in bachelor world who knows god yeah. forbid we don't get paradise you know <laughs> i love paradise <laughs> paradise i do too i do too oh lordy transition to another topic that we wanted to talk about that is related to how we're you know adjusting to our lifestyle at home and this just kind of came organically from us talking before we decided to record is how have our routines changed and in particular how has like our beauty routines changed um so Jackie I will turn it over to you since you kind of sparked this conversation Jackie, take it away. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I think um, this has just sort of been like a recurring theme with everyone. Um, something that we were talking to our, our friends and our group chat about, our friend um, was like trying to, well, actually our friend Anna, she was trying to figure out how to cut her fiance's hair. Fiance. Um, fiance. Of, yeah, her fiance's hair. Um, and then so I had also seen just other videos of Jenna Marbles cutting her boyfriend Julian's hair. Um, I can't believe they're not engaged. I feel like they should be engaged. But anyway, um, also <laughs> so. But um, just sort of thinking about how like suddenly we're all going to have to do all these things at home. So we're going to have to start giving each other haircuts or give ourselves haircuts. I had to try and pluck my brows this morning because I got them threaded about a month ago and they're just kind of a hot mess. And I'm going to have to figure out some situation to remedy my mustache. Like there's just a lot of things. These are such first world problems and there's like many things going on in the world that are much worse. But like also we got to figure out how we're going to maintain our hair. And like I haven't shaved in weeks either. Um, So I think like there's just like been a general mismanagement of my body uh, the past couple of weeks. Um, Mismanagement. 
I don't think I've moisturized my face during the day in, in days. Oh, my I God. I just like, don't remember. What? Because my skin is oily. No, I just, like, don't. I have oily skin, so I don't remember to moisturize because then my face is already, like, greasy. So. Wow. Um. So I'm like, oh, I'm already moisturized. It's my own moisture. I've been having the opposite you know? issue. My face has been extremely dry since I've been working from home. Oh, interesting. So I have now been oh. moisturizing my face. Because like, the air in your house is dry. I guess so, but. I've been moisturizing like yeah. multiple times a day and I feel like it's not helping. So, um, right. Rough times. I think also the, the issue with me is my foundation that I'm using right now is a CC cream, but it has like moisturizing ingredients in it. So my face usually feels a little bit more moisturized when I have makeup on and I'm not wearing makeup right now. So I think right. not, and you know, I'm not waking up really and sometimes I don't even wash my face in the morning right now because, you know, I get up out of bed at 8.45 and I open my laptop. So, you know, I'm not always doing the full morning routine. Um, so I'm not moisturizing my face in the morning. And then it gets to like 1 p.m. and I realize how dry my cheeks are. So it's rough out here. I feel like my skin is dehydrated, though. I think that's like the proper, you know, it's like dry versus dehydrated skin. I think right. I have dehydrated skin. I mean, I definitely, I'm definitely not drinking enough water. Like, that's for oh, sure. Oh, I'm not <laughs> either. It's really so. bad, actually. Because at work, I drink yeah, so much water. Headaches. and I think it's because I'm not drinking enough. Me too. Whoa. And almost related to the screen time thing that we were talking about earlier, I have had to have worn my, I'm not speaking right now. Blech. Okay, cut this out. <laughs> um, I have to wear my um my blue light glasses all day because otherwise I get headaches which has been tough for me to deal with and I think like me not drinking enough water hasn't helped either so that's probably contributing Mm -hmm. to the fact that I'm tired all the time as well why my skin's dry Mm -hmm. it's just not great and it's tough like motivating yourself to like actually moisturize your face and do all the things that you're supposed to do when you're not seeing anybody during the day. So it's tough. It's such a first world problem, but I feel you guys. I mean, look, I honestly, I haven't showered in a few days. I don't wash my face. I haven't moisturized. I haven't shaved. My bangs, RIP to my bangs, they're grown out. My eyebrows, forget (laughs) about it. So whatever, you know? No. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, maybe I should shower more, but whatever. I've just been kind of enjoying not showering, to be honest. Uh, and I feel like my skin has been better from the break, from not washing it all the time and not wearing any makeup, nothing on it. Um, I'm kind of impressed, Jackie, that you said you were going to blow dry your hair because I definitely wouldn't do that. Um, good for you. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really just, like, treating it like we're out here in the wilderness and got no supplies because mm-hmm. I could shower, but I'm not, so. Yeah. I feel that. Again, do what feels for, good for you. <laughs> yeah. for Well, for me, my hair, like, if my hair is not done, then I don't feel good. Um, mm-hmm. So, for Under me, it's P, like, then. yeah, I feel like 
my skin cannot have makeup on. Like, I can be wearing, like, whatever. My skin can be a mess. My nails cannot be done. My brows can be a mess. That's fine. But if my hair isn't done, I feel, like, ugly. Like, I feel like my if my hair isn't done and isn't, like, cute and, like, all swish, I'm, like, there's I can't go out. Like, I can't go out without my That's hair. That's kind of valid. I feel like hair um, really makes or breaks hair, a look for yeah, me. Yeah, hair. Personally. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And... I definitely haven't For been... me as well. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jen. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> you hang up first. Oh. I was going to say, well, my hair is wild, as you guys know, so usually what I do is I will shower, which... It's a wild. It's a little wild when I don't put anything in it. <laughs> it's a... Uh, mm, yeah, uh, yeah, no product, I feel that. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. So, um... You know, like Kira, I have not been showering as often as I probably should, which is... Not great, but it is what it is. And um, so what I'll do is I will still put the leave-in conditioner in my hair after I shower, but I won't keep, like, fixing it up throughout the week, you know? I mean, I usually don't wash my hair more than three times a week anyway, but in between, like, I'll, like, re-wet it, I'll put more product in it, whatever, and I have not been doing that at all. So (laughs) it is what it is. My hair has been put up in a bun quite often um so yeah it my hair hasn't been the best this past week but Jackie always has luscious hair so I get maybe why you might want to keep up with it maintain that maintain the lush yeah well I've also have I also have like a my hair is short and I also have a blunt cut so it's not really conducive like my haircut is not built I have like naturally like curly to like wavyish hair and so my current haircut is not does not fit a curly cut it's not a curly cut it's like I go to the salon and I arrive with blow-dried hair because I always have my hair blow-dried and I leave with blow-dried hair and I tell them like I'm I have like naturally like curlyish hair um but I don't I never wear it like that so we can just pretend that I have straight hair and that's how I get it cut so like when it's curly curly since it's short and it's just a blunt cut it does not look good curly and I understand this so I really am not in a position where I could keep it um curly even if I wanted to not that I really want to so it's just like it's just a lot like I have a lot of hair and like to keep it curly is like such a job I could I cannot I try to do it I try to do uh, last year I tried like the diva curl products and it's so much fucking work to maintain curly hair and I can't I have no energy I feel um, the exact so opposite I'm just like, <laughs> it's probably because really? my hair is so curly that to straighten it takes so much effort and I'm already not like yeah, a very patient curlier person hair than I do yeah my hair is yeah. very curly and I have a lot of hair um so even when I do straighten it like I pretty much only get it professionally straightened now because it will stay a little bit better when I do get it professionally straightened, but it doesn't hold the straightness. So it's not even mm-hmm. worth for me to put like two hours into it to straighten it. Um, you, um, but I have very curly hair as well. Is, so yeah, when this is all said and done, Jen, you would benefit well from. Have you ever been to the, the irony of the answer is no, but have you ever been to a Dominican hair salon? No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> the Dominican hair salon, you would benefit from a Dominican blowout. If you're not familiar, basically they put your hair in rollers. You get a full roller set 
And this is, this stuff is crazy. Like they put your hair in a full roller set and big rollers and they put you under a dryer for at least an hour, probably like an hour and a half. And they take the rollers out and then they blow out your hair from there and then they'll style it further as needed. And doing a Dominican blowout, that really, because the hair has a lot of time to set in the rollers. And even though the the hair is like kind of like has, has a curl to it, obviously, because it's been rolled the hair is stretched and it's been smoothed out. So there's no curl in it. Mm, yeah. Um, so I try that's that out. something my sister, my sister has very curly hair, probably curlier. And also her texture is a little different, but her hair is probably curlier than yours. And she would go, she doesn't do it very often now. Like also she lives in Georgia and I don't, I don't think there are a lot of Dominican salons, like, in Woodstock, Georgia. Um, so um, we go to, like, a salon, like, in the Bronx. Like, we got to go to, like, the Boogie Down Bronx. But um, I don't – I mean, I, there's probably, like, a couple in Westchester. But, um, I mean, that really allows you to manipulate the hair. And so she would get those done in the last a couple of days. Because you also wear the hair – when you go to bed, you're supposed to wear your hair in a wrap which is, like, what, like, a lot of, like, black people will do and, like, Mm -hmm. also very popular in throughout Latin – I don't want to say throughout Latin America, but, like, especially Dominicans because, like, so many of them are, like, of African descent. Um, It's very popular, like, in that community. And, like, so you wrap your – you just, like, wrap your hair around your own head and, like, that – and so that's how you wear the hair at night. So, like, that also – uh, maintains the style. So doing a Dominican blowout, I, I really want to go to a Dominican Dominican salon again because they leave your hair amazing. Um, okay, so we should try that. <laughs> when this is over, can we go? I feel bad because it's also like thirty dollars to get your <laughs> Wait, hair. What? Okay, my hair is so expensive. Yeah, it's like so cheap. I was cheap. gonna say like yeah. I've been going to the same woman my whole life. It's like my mom's friend who does my hair. It's sad because she's such a nice woman and doesn't charge us that much and I also get like a keratin treatment done and it should be way more expensive than Mm -hmm. it is um but in recent years I'm like I don't really love what she does to my hair like I feel like I need to just once I move I'll use that as an excuse to find a new hairstylist I think um but I am very down to try this so I think that you and I should go once this is all said and done it'd be a lot of fun it'll be like our little day trip (laughs) Kira we'll FaceTime you in yeah (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> this is very unrelatable for me. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's a really fun experience. Hair. Well, yeah, you have straight hair, so it'd be kind of like yeah. they could just give you a blow and it'd be the same deal. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys so, have fun. I, you and your curly yeah. hair. <laughs> we'll, we'll do this in a couple of months. I'm not really sure when we'll be able to go. True, true. Right? <laughs> yeah, making all these plans we, for who knows for when. Yeah. Okay, well, we got a little bit off topic, but I think at this time it might be a good moment to transition to our hot takes for the week. So with that, Shaki, do you want to tell us some hot takes you have for this past week? Yes, this is actually very exciting. I was a little worried that I wasn't going to have hot takes because I'm not doing anything besides watching TV and, like, old television, Um, like... Grace and Frankie, which is like a couple years old now, Gilmore Girls, which is old, and Wesley, which is old. Um, but <laughs> turns out, guys, that Club Penguin is back. Mm-hmm. And am I on Club Penguin? The answer is fuck yes, I'm on Club Penguin. <laughs> um, so you can catch me on Club Penguin. Throwback to 2003. I don't even know when I was on Club Penguin. 
Maybe not 2003. Maybe 2007 feels right. We were in um, elementary school for sure. Yeah. So maybe maybe 03 is correct. But I hundred yeah. percent was so thrown off by the news that it was back, and I logged on and I was like, I'm just gonna log on like see what the deal is. And now I'm like on Club Penguin. <laughs> I got a puffin. Like, oh my god. I'm, uh, I love that. The games are also really fun that they have. <laughs> I love it. There's one called Puffle Launcher. Um, it's been really enjoyable. Oh my so Club Penguin is back. There are more than 6 million users um, in the first week. Um, wow. So it's uh, mostly probably like people in their 20s and 30s just like playing for the nostalgia. Of course. You know, thinking back to Club Penguin. So first I want to say that I did see that Club Penguin is back because there's this podcast that I listen to, not ours, obviously, but um, another podcast and her and some of her friends at this company, they all uh, were playing Club Penguin. So I was like, oh, I really should play. But I couldn't remember what my password was or and I was like, maybe I should just make a new one. So I didn't get around to it, but I think I'm going to play with you, Jackie, because I love Club Penguin. Uh, good times. Oh, my God. Wait, can I just... Can I, <laughs> wait, I have major news that just happened. This is part of my hot take, okay? I just got a Facebook friend request from Matthew D'Amico. Like, <gasps> excuse me? <gasps> Throat... <laughs> Okay. Oh my God! This is our high school history teacher. I'm just so sorry. He was just kind of the what best. What is he doing on the internet? I think I'm friends uh, with him. Actually, his Facebook bio is father, husband, son, dreamer. Dot 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 dot. Wow. <laughs> He's definitely a oh Republican. That's the sad part. Oh yeah. Yeah. Although, I feel like he could be one of those, like, Republicans that was just like, I'm going to vote for Hillary because, like, Trump is evil. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he was, like, Maybe. woke But enough. remember when he told us he voted for Mitt Romney? I know. Romney. He voted for Mitt Romney. I can't. I, I kind of was, like, annoyed that he even said that. Not because he voted for Mitt Romney, but because I'm like, I don't think you should tell us this, but whatever. He was very open and People transparent were asking with us. Him, though. <laughs> Yeah. He was funny. Yeah, he was very transparent. He's a good guy. He's a good oh, guy. Oh, he's great. Yeah, no, he's a wonderful man. I'm gonna I'm not gonna he's accept just... this right away because I have to play it cool. Um, but sorry, that just like popped up and I couldn't not talk about it. How convenient that we were um on the pod. I love when right? this stuff happens live. I loved Meeks. Um in the moment. I will oh never God, forget can't contain my excitement. <laughs> Fun story. I will never forget we were in our class with him and there's this girl that was in our class who is Kind of annoying, to be honest, but she was very, like, she liked a lot of attention, so whatever. So one of my other friends, she was eating sushi, and she had wasabi in the sushi. And this girl, like, this kind of annoying girl was like, oh, my God, like, what is that? And so my friend was like, oh, (laughs) you should try it. And so she didn't know what wasabi was, and D'Amico kind of facilitated this girl trying wasabi. So he literally, like, had it on chopsticks and, like, put it in her mouth. And obviously she did not handle it well because she didn't realize how hot it is. Um, Anyway, that was funny at the time. And she was, like, literally, like, crying tears. And he was like, that was the funniest thing that's ever happened in this class. (laughs) That's kind of so mean. No, it was, like, really funny. It was funny. He was like, no, yeah, you should try it. That was so funny. Good times. He's like a dad, so I feel like it was fine, you know, because he was like, oh, we'll play a little trick on this girl. But 
If you guys know who I'm talking about, I think it's fine that this happened. I'm trying to figure. I don't even know who you're talking about. I'm trying to figure yeah, it out. I'm not but positive, but yeah, we can uh, discuss. Maybe I'm just five. hyper aware of things now, but because now I'm like, that's like really not okay. I would be really upset if a teacher did that. I think it's like fine. Like we were in high school. And, different like, times. She probably would have. It was a different time. It was like 2012. Yeah, like she probably would have tried changed. it anyway. Like he was. He's literally like a dad. Like my dad would do that to me i don't know i i feel like it was fine like it wasn't like he was forcing her to try it you know he was just like egging her on you know anyway yeah <sighs> anyway yeah i mean this is the same man that i mean he's really kind of like a bit of a dweeb he like wore an uncle sam costume to go vote on election day like even though he voted for mitt romney like he wore like a sparkly uncle sam costume was like first in line to vote at 7 a.m so he could go there before work um, like he was like the polling people thought I was insane. Um, he was great. We loved him. Actually, at prom, yeah. he told me I looked like a movie star, and that day <gasps> yeah, I remember oh that God. you did look like a movie yeah. star. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> he was like, I just have to tell you, you look like a Hollywood movie starlet. <laughs> For our friends that didn't go to high school with us, <laughs> Kira wore this like beautiful red dress, and she had like the Hollywood swept curls on the side and like red lipstick so like mm-hmm. you were definitely very like glam hollywood so i remember Thanks. i remember you coming up That's to us after for. he had said that to you and being like he told me i look like a movie star and i was like you do <laughs> wow great <laughs> times. My night. good times <laughs> well anyway sorry yeah, for so. <laughs> club penguin all, no all good Jackie that, is I, friends I, uh, with I did that to myself yeah <laughs> Yet again, we digress. It's all good. Yeah. Club Penguin. What's new? Friends with D'Amico on Facebook. All good things over in Jackie's world. <laughs> yeah. All is well. Yes. Um, Kira, any hot takes? Or should I jump into mine? I actually do have some Woo-hoo. that I thought of while we were doing this. One is last night I went on a museum tour with my cousins and my mom. And... I'm sure other people know you can do this, but if you didn't know, you can take virtual Google tours of not all museums, but some museums. So we toured the Guggenheim and the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. Oh, wow. So if you are looking for something to do away from Netflix, I kind of recommend. It was really fun. We just did a little Zoom meeting. My cousin shared her screen and uh, we felt very cultured. And next time we're going to pick the museum ahead of time and dress up accordingly so like if we're in paris oh, i love I'll, you know cater my outfit to paris cater my food and wine to paris um if we're in berlin again cater accordingly yeah so yeah great idea if you're looking for stuff to do and then my other hot take is i started listening to this podcast that my friend carlisle recommended to me um we had watched the oj simpson netflix show mm-hmm. uh What's it called again? American Crime Story, I guess, is what yeah, it's called. Yeah, the one the with Simpson Ross trials. as a Robert Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We had watched that together a few years ago, and she said that there is this new podcast out called Confronting OJ, um, and it is by... Oh my god, uh, I love that podcast. Oh, do you, have you listened? Yeah, it's I by have. Kim Goldman, who's the mm-hmm. sister of... Is his name Rob? Sorry. Ron Goldman. I forgot his name. Ron Goldman, mm-hmm. um, the other man who was murdered by OJ along with Nicole Brown. So uh, that is an 
great true crime podcast to listen to if you are interested. Oh, thank you, Kira. Which, sorry to, I'm coming back to it, but super quick, I didn't realize that they weren't even in a relationship, no. uh, which is something I learned through this podcast is like this guy was just totally a innocent bystander, went to drop something off that she had left at the restaurant that he was working at um, and walked in on this horrible crime happening and was murdered as well. So, you know, you learn something new every day about this crime. Yeah, it's wild. Um, thank you for sharing, Kira. It kind of reminded me of something that I had seen this week. Um, I have not been keeping up with the Kardashians. However, because I am on social media and whatnot, I guess like Kim and Courtney got into a fight on the season premiere or something like that. So that's been like all over social media. <laughs> There's this like clip of Chloe, I guess, cleaning up the aftermath because I guess there was like blood or something I don't really know like one of them scratched the other one so there was like blood on like Chloe's wall or something so there's this clip of Chloe cleaning it (laughs) it's been circulating people are like she learned it from OJ (laughs) I'm like oh god God. anyway that's good I'm sorry had to bring it up but (laughs) oh lordy well thank you for sharing we do love true crime out here um also, mm-hmm. another thing that I saw this week related to the museum thing was, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this too, but one of the Van Gogh paintings got stolen. I think it was from yes, the Van we Gogh Museum. Yes, we were talking about this last night. No, it wasn't because I looked it up. It was um, from a different museum in Amsterdam. I'm like, no, it wasn't. But yeah, we were talking about it yesterday since we were at the we were at the Van Gogh Museum. Um, I looked it up. It's a different museum that I'm not going to try to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Um but it's a, a little bit outside of Amsterdam. But yeah, a Van Gogh painting was stolen. Which is crazy. Which is wild because then we were talking about what do you do when you steal something that, like, noticeable and expensive? Like, you can't go sell that. I know. You I know, had thought about this, market, too. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, There's definitely a market, though, for stolen art. Like, people... Yeah, like, no, then my cousin was telling me about, like, there's a, a guy who's in charge of the black market, and he has some special name or something. I don't know, it's crazy. There's a guy, they know... The guy who's in charge of the black market has a name? They know it? The well, whole no, black like market? He, there's, like, a title. There's, <laughs> oh. like, a title for somebody who's in charge of overseeing this stuff. Ah. Uh. I see. The exchange of the black market goods. God. And then it had me thinking about the... the, Actually, (laughs) this is such a tangent. But there was an art heist at a museum in Boston called the Isabel Stewart Gardner Museum. And it's the greatest art heist. By greatest, I mean the biggest, most expensive art heist of all time. And they still have never found these paintings. And I'm just like, where are these? Like, that's just so wild to me that somebody... It's probably in like, someone's, like, home art piece. somewhere, you know? Exactly. Like, it's just at somebody's house. Because if you steal an art piece that... Like, this was a Rembrandt, one of the pieces that they stole. Mm-hmm. To steal it that... Uh, something that renowned and obvious, like, just so crazy. Yeah. And I was talking to my crazy. family about this at dinner, and I literally said, like, now is the perfect time. If you're going to, like, do a bank heist or something like that, like, now is the perfect time to do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't tell everybody, Jen. <laughs> my dad's like, you're so I'm right. I'm sure you're everybody's, like, upping this. security. But, like, now's the time. I'm sure they're upping security. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially in, in Amsterdam. There's so much artwork in Amsterdam. 
Um, I don't know if you guys yeah. have been, but I feel like when I was in Amsterdam, other than walking around and eating, all we did was go to museums. There's just so much artwork, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of Van Goghs, obviously, they do have the Van Gogh Museum, so anyway, yeah. tangent, but <laughs> I love tangent. I love that, like, before this, you're like, it's going to be a short episode, and here we are. <laughs> we say it all the time. Yeah, we're, we're bad at that. It's okay. <laughs> All right, Jen, the time has come for you to tell us about Tiger King. All right, Tiger King time. So I have not finished, but I am very far into the series, and I just got to say, it's wild. Um, Essentially, it's about this guy. His name is Joe Exotic. He has, like, a weird mullet thing going on. (laughs) He is a polygamist. He's gay. He's flamboyant. He's just absolutely crazy, and has this zoo with tigers and the series is about him and his zoo and this woman who is in Florida who runs this organization for animal rights but she also I don't feel like she's totally um, ethical I feel like they're kind of doing the same thing I guess she just doesn't um, allow the tigers that she has I guess she spays and neuters them whereas he allows his to breed um, so therefore producing more cats in captivity anyway um so it's like all about the tension between the two of them um what he does his life he ends up you know getting in trouble uh there's this whole side story with this woman her name is carol baskin whether or not she killed her second husband um so yeah it's just really wild it's a lot to digest it's absolutely crazy but um, I would definitely still recommend it because we need a little bit of weird excitement in our lives right now. So if you have not seen it, I would recommend watching it. It's also the only thing that people are talking about on the internet right now. So if you want to stay up to date with that, yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch it. It's just, it's insane. Like this guy is, was like on the road, like having tigers and people would pay hundreds of dollars to see them. Um, it's also concerning. It's a real cultural touchstone at this yeah, point. Yeah, and he's like so an Oklahoma. It's necessary to see. Yeah, it. like they they do drugs. Like it, it's very strange. Um, they also kind of for a moment profile. There's another person. I think he's like in South Carolina or something, who has multiple wives as well. But um, these people that end up on their zoos, it, it's very cultish as well. I think that's kind of what I'm more interested in. And like, of course, I think having these tigers in captivity isn't right. But from what I'm seeing, I don't think they're really abusing the tigers so much. I do agree that the living conditions are probably not ideal, but it's not like they're, you know, beating these tigers or anything. Um, And I think Carol Baskin, who's this animal rights activist, quote unquote, is not really treating her tigers any better than these people are. Um, But anyway, I would recommend watching it. I think the cultish nature and the polygamy is very concerning to me. I think I'm more concerned about that than anything else. Um, yeah, it's it's very strange. It's very strange. There's a lot to digest, a lot going on, a lot of different storylines, but it's good. Really good. So if you have not seen, you should watch. Yeah, my quick little take on it. Um, I actually listened to a podcast on it probably about two or three years ago, actually. Um, and it, I think it was just called, like, Joe Exotic or something. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to start watching it, but I just, like, 
the podcast was enough for me. It was so insane. Yeah. That I didn't feel like I, at this time, wanted to watch the show. Um, and maybe it's just because of that that I am a little, like, annoyed that everybody is so obsessed with it and kind of... Um, They've just kind of made him a celebrity, and I just think he's such... And her as well, but I just think they're not good people. Oh, no. Um, for and sure. It kind of annoys me that we continue to make not good people famous, and, like, I've seen things of people wanting to get him out of jail and stuff, because um, he is in jail mm-hmm. currently, um, and I just am a little pissed off that even in a time of a pandemic, we continue to... Uh, idolize shitty people so but I mean it is definitely a very fascinating story so like I if I hadn't already seen or sorry listened to the podcast I probably would be intrigued and watch the show but because I already know the story I did research after listening to the podcast because I like just couldn't believe how crazy Mm -hmm. it was um I did look into it um and yeah all parties are crazy, not just Joe Exotic. Yeah. Like, everybody, I think what everyone is doing is not right. Yeah, and I feel like at first, like, when you first start watching it, you're like, okay, like, I'm on Joe's side. Like, I don't want Carol to shut him down, whatever. But, you know, as the series goes oh, on. I was the other way around. Really? I was on Carol's side because I was like, yeah, you should not be, like, have big cats in captivity like this. I just. And then I realized she was also crazy. And I was like, oh, yeah, God. I think I realized pretty all quickly you. into the series. Like, she is doing the same thing that he is. The like, show is different because I watched the first, like, 20 minutes. Mm. The show, they pretty, like, early on, you realize she's crazy. Right. But the podcast, I think it took me a little longer until I was like, oh, yeah, she's not great either. Yeah, I, I did not listen to the podcast, so me watching this is really the first time of me hearing this story and everything. But yeah, excellent point. He is definitely not a good person. He's in jail, and I think rightfully so. Um, I won't spoil too much. Um, but yeah, none of these people are good. Um, it becomes quite apparent as the series goes on that there's a lot of shady stuff going on. I think the cultish nature of this is strange and should be looked into. Um, yeah, but I, I would still recommend watching it, but just be cognizant of that when you do watch it. So yeah. anyway, um, my other hot take this week was and you guys might know this, but Chris Cuomo, uh, Daddy Cuomo's brother, he has the Rona, um, unfortunately. <laughs> Uncle Cuomo. <laughs> Chris Cuomo. <laughs> Uncle Cuomo's. <laughs> yeah, he has the Rona, unfortunately. Um, and if you've been watching oh, the news, yeah. that but Rona, he bad. Yeah, he, they do have like a yeah. very playful like brother banter. Um, I haven't really seen too much since it's come out that he has the virus. They might still be interviewing together but it's brought a lot of joy to my life seeing those two um, banter on tv he's been doing broadcasts from his basement well i think he's trying to as best as he can to isolate from his family because i don't believe his family has it um Mm -hmm. so i know that he's like basically living in his basement um and has been broadcasting to cnn from there so fortunately i think he's doing okay um, it's just crazy. I mean, like, I think given, like, his position, like, like the job that he has, I mean, all of these, like, public officials, even though, like, Chris Cuomo, Chris, oh my god, Quith Cuomo, even though Chris Cuomo is, like, not, like, an elected official, um, like, they're, like, they have to, like, be out and doing things, um, yeah. so it's not so crazy that he ended up getting it, but it's good that right. he's doing well, at least. Mm-hmm. 
For sure. Yeah. That reminds me that, isn't it nice that, or I just have found it nice, even though I haven't even really watched it, but like Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, everybody doing their shows from home. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. I've been watching some John Oliver from home. Um, Yeah, it's nice. It's sweet. And do you see John Krasinski? Um, I he has a new yeah I have not seen news. but my brother said that it was good and I've been meaning to watch it. It's just kind of been like work yeah. has been so crazy, cute. but yeah I've been yeah. I've yeah. been told to watch that. So we'll add that to my list. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I think now it's a good time to transition and talk about our heroes and heroes of the week. So Kira, do you want to share your amazing hero of the week? Yes, my Shiro, again, nothing new, Jane Fonda. Mm -hmm. She is killing the game. She has been doing virtual, or I think just this past week, she did a virtual fire drill Friday. Um, So her fire drill Fridays are um, pre-isolation. She would go to the Capitol and protest for uh, climate change policies. Um, And I just admire Jane Fonda for continuing to be an advocate for uh environmental well-being and sustainability and recognizing like she spoke about this on her instagram this week which is something i agree with um it's great that how we're reacting to coronavirus and how we're taking this seriously but a similar thing is happening to our environment and our planet and we are not taking that seriously so once we get this all handled we need to have the same sort of reaction to our climate crisis so i love that she's doing virtual uh, fire drill fridays i don't know why that's hard to say um it's like say that five times fast uh because I can participate so super fun and I just she has pink hair right now and I'm just like should I dye my hair pink like she's oh, so, so fat cute. Um, well don't I don't do at home bleach no 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 no, no, no I'm not gonna do uh-huh. it but she just looks so like when I go totally gray catch me with pink hair because that's so yeah. you totally I would I can see it yeah I will or lavender like uh, catch me I oh, will so cute I love Well, thank you for sharing. And as always, we love Jane Fonda here on her take. (laughs) Um, Jackie, (laughs) hero of the week. Yeah, my hero of the week is um, a man by the name of Mario Salerno. He is a Brooklyn landlord who just waived um, April rent for, he has around two to 300 um, tenants. So he owns 18 buildings in Brooklyn and won't be accepting um, any rent payments. Um, He just decided to do this out of the goodness of his heart, and he had been, you know, speaking and heard from some of his tenants that were losing their jobs and were concerned about not being able to pay rent, so he just took it upon himself um, to waive rent. And he said in an interview, I think he was interviewed by a couple of outlets, people have just been reaching out, this is also in the Times, but you know, he actually doesn't know exactly how much of a financial um, setback this will you know, bring him, but that's not really his concern, and outside of his buildings um, he posted the sign announcing that rent would be waived, and he said, due to the coronavirus due to the recent pandemic of uh, COVID-19 affecting all of us please note I am waiving rent for the month of April 2020, stay safe help your neighbors and wash your hands thank you mario so i want to say thank you mario um that's just a really wonderful thing 
and uh, I think really shows the spirit of, of New York, and I think New Yorkers get a bad rap, and sometimes it's true, <laughs> but I think, um, you know, generally and overall, people have been really wonderful um, in this crazy time, so... Mario, we love That's you. So nice. Thank you, Mario. Yeah. He's like a he's like a classic like Brooklyn like Italian guy too. Like when you hear him talk, it's like very funny. He's like, you know, I don't know exactly how many people I'm gonna I won't butcher a Brooklyn accent. Where's <laughs> um, Bernie when you need he's him? He's like a real old school guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> love it. So yeah, great. Well, thank you for sharing and shout out to Mario. Um, retakes from last week. I know I have one. Um, yeah, I have two super quick ones. One is that it was raining while we were recording, and I said I didn't think you could hear it, but you could, and it currently just started raining again, and you can definitely hear it, so I apologize for the background pitter-patter, but that's the situation. It's and very then soothing, my other one, Yeah, it is kind of nice, I guess. My other one, super quick, for whatever reason, I said solitary sister or something along those lines instead of solidarity sister, even though I know it's solidarity solidarity sister. (laughs) I just struggled and wanted to (laughs) clarify that it's not solitary sister, although technically I am your solitary sister right now, but we love it. A little quarantinese jokes. (laughs) Jackie, retake. Okay, Jen, go ahead. What about you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think I'm okay. I don't have any uh, retakes, actually. Okay. Well, guys, I just wanted to apologize because I was editing last week's episode um, and don't know what happened, but somehow the music cut in too early at one point and was over a portion of like when we were talking. So really sorry about that. I'm mad at myself because I was like, yes, I did such a good job editing. But I, you know, what probably happened was I probably (laughs) put it in there. And then when I re-listened to it, like edited another part of the podcast and then never like adjusted the music. Um, So mad at myself and sorry about that. So just try to tune out the music during that portion and sorry that there's also like a big gap of silence somewhere else and we're just gonna leave Kira to edit it because she usually does a good job so yeah it's tough out here if anybody wants to become like our full-time editor let us know because yeah for free it's time consuming we will not pay you because (laughs) (laughs) it's time consuming for us because we already spend a lot of time recording the podcast and then usually what we do is we'll edit our own audio and then to put it all together is like another round of editing um so it is a lot for us to do and so if you know of anyone that may be able to help us out let us know because clearly I'm not very good at it so (laughs) it's all good so just wanted to apologize for that but other than that I think that's pretty much it from us this week thank you for tuning in as always um stay safe out there continue social distancing um we're wishing you good health and good vibes this week as we enter like week four or five of quarantining for most of us um but yeah thanks for listening everybody Ciao, ciao. Bye. Yes, talk soon. Bye. Ciao.